Hello, everybody, and welcome back to my podcast, Rent Free with Mackenzie Davis. Uh, Just a quick disclaimer if you're watching this on YouTube or if anything sounds weird on audio, I'm home for Thanksgiving break, so I'm back to using my mini mic. (laughs) I think I learned last time that I was fiddling with it too much, and that was the cause of a lot of the audio problems, so I'm going to avoid that today. Um, I honestly feel like this microphone is a lot more crisp than like the nice one I ordered so not even mad about it. Like I said I'm back home for the holidays. I'm actually recording this on Monday the day it's going up so if you're listening to it today um, good job me because I really hope I'll be able to edit it in time. I am having a hectic week. So I came home Thursday night and then flew to Tampa, Florida on Friday morning um, and I got back last night. It was my best friend's 21st birthday so I went there for that. I'm home today and then tomorrow morning at like 4 a.m. my family's flying to Michigan for our Thanksgiving with my cousins and my grandparents and then Friday morning I'll fly back and then Saturday morning I leave again to go to UVA for the UVA Tech game. It's a big game for us. We're rivals and also my boyfriend used to play football at UVA so it's like pretty intense and I'm actually so excited. It's my last like rivalry game while I'm in college so super pumped it's a really fun week but it's just crazy it's a lot of traveling and then obviously once i go to the uva game i'll have to head back to school sunday because finals start in just about a week and i'll have to prepare for the end of the semester so super pumped for that love the holiday season i hope you guys do too it's probably my favorite time of the year also if you just heard my cat meow she's like my everything my pride and joy my little baby and um she just has to be the center of attention you can't see her on the camera but she's laying right in front of me yeah so without further ado that was just my little intro what's going on with me this week like i said i hope you guys are well too um i asked you guys on instagram on my real estate instagram last week if you had questions that you wanted me to answer on the podcast um a lot of you guys responded and if i run out of questions i'm just gonna supplement from my tiktok because that's where i that's where i get most of my questions on anyway and yeah so i just wanted to kind of get to what you guys want to know there's a lot with real estate that you can talk about and so it's important to me that i'm making sure i'm going over like what you guys actually care to hear also side note super pumped because when i do come home for winter break i'll be able to practice real estate full-time again i have a goal of selling one house um, I think I can do more than that, but we're we're keeping it simple because I don't want to like not meet my goals and like feel bad about myself. <laughs> I wouldn't, but like I just I'm a big goal person, very goal oriented. So, so someone asks, what are your goals for 2022? And explain a typical day in the life of famous Mac Davis. Um, that was actually one of my friends. So thank you, Sophie, for asking that question. I like I just said, I'm a huge goal oriented person I think goals are really important to have and that's what I use to motivate myself I'm kind of like strict on it like if I set a goal and I'm genuine about it I will get it done and so the goals I have for 2022 are pretty big pretty exciting I've talked about it a few times before on TikTok but I graduate college in May Um, with a bachelor's in psychology and this is all dependent on where I get into graduate school as well. I'm hoping to stay in Maryland. I have a few schools I'm looking at here. I've submitted all my applications so we're just kind of waiting to hear back now but if I do get into school in Maryland I'm gonna buy a property hopefully a duplex, a triplex, something like that and I'm gonna flip it and then I'll live in one while I rent out however many others I'm able to get my hands on, hopefully close to the town 
that I'm going to college in and yeah that's like my big big goal I'm I'm 20 years old so owning a house is really really scary to me but I feel like I couldn't be in a better position to do so and it's so nice to like be able to invest in real estate I think that that's something everyone should do and I hope that this can be my first step into that world um, other goals I have are just getting into graduate school um, and and making a lot of money over the summer I mean I'm traveling to Italy this summer and it's going to be busy. I, I have a lot planned for myself just to kind of celebrate all the work that I've done um, these past few years. Graduating college in three years was not an easy task and, and I want to give myself the room to kind of take time off. I don't know if that sounds stupid or cliche, but like I think everyone deserves that kind of a moment, especially after college. It's, it's a hard time. So those are my goals. What is your best piece of advice for young adults getting started in real estate? Don't let other people's opinions and other people's, I, I want to say like negativity, bring you down. It's a hard business for sure, but there's a lot of older, bitter realtors that kind of make it seem like impossible and make it harder than it needs to be. And so I would just say, you know, take everything they say with a grain of salt and don't let it stop you from doing what you really love. I also would say to get a mentor, find a really great mentor that's willing to help you and that will set you up to be really successful. It's important because they don't really teach you a lot of what you need to know for the experience in real estate during the class. So that mentor is going to help you tremendously with getting started in the business. How many times did you take, how many times did it take you to pass your real estate exam? So th there's technically like three tests with real estate. The first exam is your pre-licensing exam. So you take your pre-licensing class and then you have to take an exam to see. And that test you have two attempts on and if you fail after twice, you have to retake the entire class. So that was really nerve wracking. I passed that on the first time. And then once you pass that, you take state and national. State, in my state at least, is known to be harder because there's less questions. And I did fail state. I passed national on the first time. And I was honestly really happy that I only failed one because once you, you take them at the same time, but once you fail one, you only have to focus on the material for the other. So once I failed state, all I had to focus on was state. And so I passed the second time. But I think it's pretty common for people to fail. I'm not just saying that to like make myself feel better. I genuinely think that a lot of people fail um, at least once and that's okay. So just know that. It's honestly reassuring too that you can take the national and state a lot more times if, than like the two for pre-licensing. So you don't have to like stress about that aspect of it, which I think helped me a lot because I have a lot of test anxiety. Someone said, tell me how to do real estate. <laughs> I can't stand broad comments like there's nothing against the people that ask it or anything but it's like there's so many different things I could tell you and I have no idea what you already know or what you don't know so it's like what am I supposed to tell you here I could give you the entire like five hour conversation but it'd probably be easier for you to just specify what you want to know someone said are you going to continue with real estate or go into something with psychology so I've also talked about this a little bit before, but my goal is to become a clinical psychologist. That's what I want to do with my career. I think ideally it would be really, really cool to get into investing with real estate and then 
have enough property to make a passive income to the point where like I could make a ton of money a year and then do um psychology part-time so I wouldn't like burn out with psychology and um and I would still love it and then I could still just like make a ton of money does that make sense I don't know that's like shifted to become my goal recently because I want to like be very involved in my kids lives I want to have a lot of fun in life but I want to make a lot of money so I'm trying to like set myself up to do that and I think that that is my latest goal you have to get graduate high school to get your license because I turn 18 next month but I'm a senior yes the last time I looked this up you do have to have a high school diploma to get into real estate although I never submitted any documentation for it so I'm not saying like try to do it anyway but definitely look into that because it wasn't like they really like investigated or anything and you get your real estate license online yes you absolutely can i did this and i couldn't recommend it more especially if you're a student or if you have another part-time job because if you do it online you can do it self-paced there was no instructor for my class though so that's something to keep in mind a lot of the online platforms are kind of a do-it-yourself thing that's something i enjoy but if you don't then definitely take it in person um, I recommend the CE shop. I've heard a lot of good things about other places too. Just do your research and, and find out what's best for you. Are the tests in online? So I took my exams during like peak COVID. So it's hard for me to know what it would be like if it wasn't. But the first exam, the pre-licensing was online. It was completely proctored though. Like I had the camera on, there was someone watching me the whole time. Like it was intense. And then state and national were still in person. So if they were in person during like peak COVID, like June, 2020, then they're definitely um, still gonna be in person. Do you sell houses on the weekends? I personally do, yes. And I think a lot of people do too. The way that you have to look at it is like most people have a nine to five. And so their prime hours for looking at houses are going to be evenings and weekends. That's why this job is easy to do part time because if you have a nine to five, you can also be available nights and weekends. It makes you really busy and you don't have a lot of time off, but it's doable. And yeah, so a lot of times weekends are going to be when you're when you're showing any tips on passing the class yes so the class is definitely like easier than like the exams are passing the class because all that it asks you is like it has you do quizzes after each chapter to pass like that portion and then you just keep going the quizzes are really easy and then what I did I learned really quickly that you just have a harder time taking notes on everything which is something I usually do like in college I'll take notes on everything and study that way but it's so much information and they really just give you the most important stuff so if you're taking notes on it on stuff you're just basically rewriting the whole book which is not helpful so what I would do instead is read the entire chapter I would take the quizzes and then I would make flashcards out of the quizzes quiz questions that I either got wrong or that I just like guessed on and then I would move on to the next chapter. And then by the end, I had all these flashcards of questions that I found challenging. And then I could use those to study for the pre-licensing exam and the state and national exams. And then I would just continue to add to the pile as I took practice exams. So it was really helpful to me to do that because I had quick and easy like flashcards I could take anywhere and study 
um, whenever I needed to. So that was my way of passing the class. Like I said, I passed the, the class the first time around. So it wasn't like um, I failed. I think I got an 85 and you need like an 80 to pass or something like that. I'm currently working on my VA license. How much would you recommend saving for all the startup fees, brokerage, MLS, etc.? I always say save around two to three thousand dollars. The class itself is like 250 and then your exams are like a hundred dollars each. But when you affiliate with a broker, they're going to have some sort of fee. Then you're going to have to sign up for the MLS, any local realtor boards, the national board, the MLS, did I already say that? Um, Central Lock, like everything like that that you need to kind of keep your business running is going to be an additional cost. And up front, that's a lot of money. You, usually you pay, I think Bright, I pay quarterly and then the rest of them are a one year time thing. And it's like six or $700. And then some of them are like $300, but it's not like you can do real estate without them. I put my, my, like association fees off because I was actually going back to school as soon as I got my license so I didn't need to practice real estate but if you're you know trying to get the ball rolling you're gonna have to pay those things up front so just know that and have that money kind of saved you need to go to college to be a real estate agent no you don't a senior in high school having no idea what to do and I've considered being a real estate agent but I don't know what there is to it other than selling being a realtor is a lot of different things. So you're helping people buy houses. You're helping them sell their house. You're helping them find properties to rent. You can do land. You can do commercial real estate. And all of those things are kind of made up of the same components, but each one is a little bit different. So you're doing contracts. You're showing properties. You're hiring inspectors, appraisers, working with the loan company, that they chose, you're working with the title company, you're attending closings, um, you're kind of just the person that organizes and coordinates everything within the sale. So no matter which portion, which branch you're working with, you're doing all that stuff. With a seller, you're doing a lot more of that work up front because you sit down with them and go over the listing details. If you have a buyer, you're doing a lot more work on the back end because you start with showings and then you submit offers as you find properties that you like and then the signing of the paperwork comes at the end. Just, it's all kind of similar stuff. I think people either think that real estate is just showing houses or they think that it's just finding properties, but it's not that at all it's actually all of the above and it's pretty complicated honestly like i think people think it's a lot easier than it is but it's not easy it's easy to get into and it's it's easy to learn but it's a lot to learn that's what i always say it's not it's not hard but it's hard work and i'm gonna do my last question here i know this episode is gonna be a little bit shorter but like i said i'm home for a break right now and unfortunately i have to pack to go to michigan tomorrow not unfortunately in the sense that i'm going there just that i don't feel like packing again because i just got home last night my last question i have is if you know you want to be a realtor should you go to college or should you just get your license my answer to this question is different depending on what people say to me when they ask because if you know you want to be a realtor and that's all you ever want to do, I don't think going to college is worth it just because it's so expensive. But at the same time, if you have other passions and other things you know that you kind of want to do and you're not really sure 
if you want to do real estate full-time or anything like that, I would still go to college just because if real estate doesn't work out for you, then you're going to have to go to college anyway. It's just like one of those things where it's really just dependent on what you want in life and what you want to get out of it. I, like I've said in this episode, want to do psychology. I want to be a therapist. I want to get my PhD. And so I'm going to school and I'm going to see it through, but I use real estate as my job while I'm in school and I use it to kind of fund my college. So I'll graduate without loans and so that I can, you know, get right into investing and and kind of support myself. So I just said so like a thousand times, but anyway, that's my answer to that question. I know that that's not really a good answer, but just kind of take it with a grain of salt. Like don't listen to anybody else and what they did. Do it based on what you want to do in your own life. I don't think either decision is bad. And I think that no matter what you do, you'll be okay. But you just kind of got to play it by ear, if that makes sense. Done answering questions on here. Um, I have recently, since we spoke last, opened up a platform on Zoom. Well, it's through Instagram and like my link tree. But it's a place for you guys to sign up to talk to me or set up a Zoom call. And I did this because I will DM with tons of you guys on Instagram, like hundreds of you guys. And I love it so, so much. But a lot of times you guys have more intricate questions and would prefer to talk to me on the phone, which I absolutely am okay with. And I love that. I've actually called quite a few people in the past, but it's getting to a point where I kind of have to put up a paywall just because my time is valuable and and it's nothing crazy. It's like $5 for 15 minutes, 10 minutes. for 30 minutes and $15 for an hour. Um, So you can, you can choose what you would like to do based on that. But I, I hate like saying that I've always prided myself on being like helpful and a resource to people for free. But at the same time, like I was saying, like I have a lot of homework to do and things like that. So if I'm taking the time to sit down with you for an hour, I, um, I definitely kind of need to get compensated for that. But as always, I appreciate your guys' questions. I will continue to answer DMs and Instagram for free. I will continue to respond to your comments on my TikTok account. If you have any questions, I welcome them all. And I appreciate you guys trusting me to answer your questions. Um, with that being said, I'm going to end the episode here. I hope that you guys have such a great Thanksgiving. I hope that you're spending it with family and friends and, and really reflecting on what you're grateful for. I know that I have a lot to be grateful for this year. And, um, and I'm definitely, definitely taking some time to think about that. So I love you all. Safe travels if you're going anywhere. Happy holidays. And I will see you guys on Monday.